The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome to The Real Money Show, the phone number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. Everything at Guildhall is physical. We only deal in physical gold, physical silver, natural fancy colored diamonds, platinum as well. And we help clients to put physical gold in their registered accounts like RSPs, TFSAs, lifts, rifts, etc. As well as just taking home delivery of it or even using our independent insured storage facility to add to your liquidity and make sure that your product is fully safe. Today we're going to talk about all things real, real money. The big question today, Jerry, is price smash or opportunity? As we note here on the radio show today, we're recording on Friday. Most people are listening today um, on Saturday or Sunday. And as we saw, we got a nice price smash today in the market early morning, right after Thanksgiving as of yesterday, Jerry. But of course, is it a price smash or is it an opportunity? Well, I see this as, a, as an opportunity, 100%. And I had this conversation with many people this week. We anticipated this, this price correction. And this is a very healthy correction, especially in any market. Nothing goes straight up in any market. It's common sense. And we needed this healthy pullback in precious metals. So kudos to the people who took opportunity to buy a lot today. Uh, you know who you are. Um, just congratulations on picking up silver and gold at these prices especially with the canadian dollar doing the performing the way it is we have much more purchasing power for us canadians so this is great um not sure what your thoughts are on on this um but i'm sure you see this as an opportunity as well yeah i think that um one has to understand what's kind of happening underneath the surface because i really think that moves like this in the market which have you know we've seen them all before um, they've become commonplace in many respects. You, you almost can judge, you almost can tell when they're going to happen. Um, and uh, you know that it's to really help, to really make the uninitiated scared of the market. So in this case, volatility is a great thing if you're initiated because you've been taking, you've been waiting for this moment. Um, one of the reasons you'd know that this, you knew that this moment was coming was because number one, there's been physical deliveries coming off the commodities exchange in New York all year, massive physical deliveries. You know that, um, and as well that the short positions in the market have not been covered. And this is the final delivery month. And so there's, uh, there's a few opportunities here for the bullion banks. One, to get out of their gold positions. Two, to stop people from taking delivery. Again, the uninitiated. And, uh, and, and three, to, to try to make money on that trade as well. So I think that there was a bunch of converging uh, factors here that pushed the market down today, which give people a great opportunity. Now, does that change the premiums on the market? No. Uh, premiums are still quite high, but it is a bit of a, a bit of a buying opportunity nonetheless. And again, we're still up on the year for both gold and silver. So, you know, I personally, Jerry, I look back to March and what a head fake March was where the price of silver went down below $12. Uh, gold got down to, I think, 1550 ish. And, you know, we were taking phone calls, as you know, people saying, what's going on? Why? I thought the market should be going up. Why is it? Why is it going down? And we were we were just saying, in a nutshell, just 
just you wait. Just mm-hmm. take a pause, take a breath. If you can buy on this dip, good luck. You know, I certainly couldn't. Um, I was sitting with 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 precious metals that I averaged at sixteen dollars, and I couldn't pay. I couldn't buy it for less than eighteen, nineteen dollars in my in my RSP TFSA. So um, that's what premiums do in a low market. What do you think? How, I mean, how similar? I, I I couldn't agree more, especially with the premiums not changing. Um, this is a point where we have to remember. This is the comics that we're dealing with, and we talk about this a lot on the show. We've seen this with oil not too long ago where oil went negative, and then where is it today? Close to $50. We saw the cocoa trade last week. I'm not sure if any of our listeners follow exactly what this comics is really doing. What, what was happening with, with cocoa? I saw some, some headlines. I didn't, I didn't read any specific articles. Well, they, they, Exactly what happened with oil. They brought it <clears throat> to a negative, a negative point per ton. I see. And now it's about 250 per ton. Very similar. This is likely what's happening in silver as well. They cannot, unfortunately, bring it down to where they need it to go. Right. Physical deliveries matter. To boot, you have people like you and I and investors not sure where they're going to be placing their money. If they're getting out of real estate, what are they going to park it in? People want physical gold and silver to park their wealth in and and until things go back to quote unquote normal, I don't know what that would be. <laughs> right. But where else are you going to put your money these days? The number one eight seven seven eight silver. The website guildhallwealth.com. And I think that yeah, it, this is this is really about the physical market, and and this is a little bit of a do as I say, not as I do, because you can you can clearly see that institutions are acquiring the physical product. Whether the price is lower or not, they're they're doing their best to buy physical product. I, I I remember Paul was telling me about a month ago or whatnot, he was waiting to go to the depository and there was a financial institution that was taking delivery of an extraordinary amount of thousand ounce bars of silver. So there is definitely this trend towards institutions taking delivery of physical. And that's really the undercurrent of this. You know, we know that Okay, yeah, China's been acquiring for their central bank. Russia's been acquiring for central banks. Many central banks over the years have been acquiring the physical metal, waiting for this supposed reset that should happen. That's right. Um, that's something we'll talk about more. I think we have to talk about the reset. But, um, you know, this idea that, I, you know, one of the things that I would say that I've noticed here is that it was pretty clear that the powers of these um, of these bullion banks we're really trying to keep a cap on the market on that first big run we saw in spring. The idea was that we can't let gold silver go above $30 an ounce. We can't let silver we can't let gold break $2100 because if it did it was there was no way of knowing where it would stop, where the price would stop. And so they tried their best to cap it and they did. The problem was is they never got out of their short position. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't know I, it, to the, for the life of me, I don't know why they couldn't get out of the position at eleven dollar silver or fifteen fifty gold. I mean, that was really the end game. It mm-hmm. was well, if you're not going to get out here and the market goes much much higher, where are you supposed to go, mm-hmm. right? And then add to that, you now have, I don't know what wave of COVID are we on? Second wave, third wave, fed up wave. The fact is, is that if Europe shuts down, you know they're already shutting down, and we already had massive supply crunches the first time round. Mm-hmm. You're 
no one's no one's re no one's reloaded on precious metals. No retailer has fully reloaded on it, and they certainly haven't been able to reload at these prices. So it's a it's a real it, it's it's a real mess up right mm -hmm. now in the industry. Mm -hmm. Total loss of control, or the, the the entities, the major institutions, really need to uh, understand that they have almost lost control and they need to get control by acquiring this physical bullion, especially those investors who are actually demanding delivery. We remember the unallocated accounts with FM, MF Global. People remember these things right. and they know that they're holding these ETFs. And if you hold enough of this ETF, I believe the figure is over a million dollars. If you are this quote unquote whale holding phys uh, ETF, you can demand de delivery. So we wonder why the institutions are demanding delivery of their physical silver and gold. And and how much physical product went into the ETFs this year? Like Enormous. you can't come up with that much Enormous. physical product that went in there. I don't know how they did it. And meanwhile, when you're trying to get physical product from from the mints and whatnot, I heard in 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 Europe there's a six month wait for kilo bars. Right, wow. that's extraordinary, and. Um, also, there was a, I don't know if you saw that story about um, the entities on the COMEX basically saying to European banks or whatnot that if you want to take product off this COMEX, we're going to blacklist you. That's right. I did read that headline. That's interesting. I mean, this is, this is, this is extraordinary what's happening. And I think ultimately the takeaway here is you have to be out in front of this. That's right. You have to be acquiring the product now. You're you're not going to be able to acquire it later. This is this is not a time to be procrastinating. This is a time to to see it as the opportunity that it is. Oh, price came down a little bit. Well, guess what? It's not as though the price of silver is fourteen dollars, mm -hmm. right? It's twenty two twenty two plus. It's still basically twenty three dollars an ounce. So this is really an incredible buying opportunity. And I I think that this is also going to be the pullback that. This is the December pullback, mm -hmm. right? Every year around this time, you know, there's always a pullback. People are taking profits. And I think this is that, that moment. It's, mm -hmm. it's a little bit before, before December. Um, but I think that it's ultimately an opportunity. And we expected this volatility eventually. Sure. I think, in, and I think it's important to take advantage of the volatility. Um, Jerry, we have uh, one minute before we go to break. What would you say to someone who's looking at this volatility and maybe they're a little worried about it? Maybe they're saying, well, maybe I'll wait for a lower price. Mm -hmm. Well, this is not – we have to differentiate from what we do here at Guildhall, which is the physical precious metals. This is your wealth insurance, and we're not – we don't encourage people to time this market. Yes, it's great to buy at a low, and, but it's very difficult. As Paul always mentions, it's very difficult to pick the bottom. This is not the point. The point is to get ahead of the curve, like you mentioned. Get the physical precious metals. Get control. Take control of your wealth. And you can really only do that with physical gold and silver. We see the institutions need the control back, and they need that physical gold and silver. And whatever whatever um, ratio and whatever dollar value you're talking about, it doesn't matter if it's a small scale or if it's a larger holdings that you need. The fact is, is that we need to get ahead of the curve and get it now. The number one eight seven seven eight silver. The website guildhallwealth.com. Let's talk about fundamentals. Let's talk about this potential reset that they're talking about and what that could mean for the precious metals as well. Again, the number one eight seven seven eight silver. You're listening to the Real Money Show on Global News Radio six forty Toronto. 
You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show. My name is Jeremy Wiseman. I'm here with Jerry Karaya. We are talking real money. It's The Real Money Show and the number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. Uh, Jerry, let's, let's just uh, talk about some of the fundamentals that are happening in the market. I always find that when you see a price smash, it's always important to just quickly review the fundamentals in the market. And uh, also, let's, let's get into this uh, reset that, that they're kind of talking about these days on, on mainstream and central bankers, etc. Um, but fundamentals, we've got supply-demand. Where are we at on supply and demand? We've never seen demand this high. We've, you and I have never been busier than how we are today. Um, so the demand is huge. People who have been interested before, who've contacted us in the past, are now coming around, getting off the fence, and demand is tremendous. As a result, the supply is is a question mark. We do have the supply, thankfully, especially now coming into the holiday season. We do have the gift ideas that uh, we will share later on about. Uh, but this is a great time to get your product in your hands because, again, going just in case if there's another phase, uh, another lockdown, um, we want to ensure that our clients can, can get the product. So uh, supply and demand, this is one of our pillars of uh, for fundamentals. Yeah, and I think you know we know that that it's tough to get delivery. It's not like products are swinging in within a week. You're waiting, you're waiting weeks to get product in, and you're having to constantly reorder product to try to keep up with that with that demand. But it's just not. It feels like you're in traffic. It's kind of that feeling with regard to supply. The other aspect of it of fundamentals would be the the dollar. All currencies are devaluing. Um, I was looking at the the debt clock the other day, and the U.S. government is not bringing in enough revenue in taxes to pay off the the debt. It's the debt is so much higher than what they're bringing in in taxes that uh, it's the the country is in default. I mean, call it whatever you want, but there's no way they're paying off the debt. So where do you, where do you go from here? How do you pay it off? Well, I mean, one of what Greenspan used to say is, we'll always pay our debts. Um, we just can't guarantee the purchasing power of the dollar once we do. Can you talk to the audience a little bit about what you see happening in the U.S. dollar? Well, the negative, uh, the, the negative impacts of holding the rates this low and not being able to move any higher on their interest rates is a real, is a real factor of keeping the U.S. dollar pinned. Uh, we, we at Guildhall look at the U.S. dollar index, which is a, the U.S. dollar versus a basket of currencies, and it's the trajectory is down. Why? It's because of the interest rates. They cannot move, and they've stated that they can't move interest rates up for another four years. That's a promise, and we already know that because every point that they go up, they have to pay much more on that outstanding interest right. debt. Um, and in, including that, we have to remember that they're printing hundreds of billions of dollars every single month. Uh, we would think back to just last last year, end of the year, when we had the muted, um, this repo market issue. They were printing $60 billion a day. And this is an indication that they have not only lost control of the money markets, but they have lost control of interest rates. And that was, that was essentially the, the Fed 
backstopping the fact that no bank wanted to lend money to other banks overnight. It was, there was a 10% daily rate hike <laughs> in these markets. So you could imagine the illiquidity and how things just literally abruptly stopped in those markets. The markets could have crashed, right. but they had to come to the rescue and bail everything out. So they knew it was bad before, before COVID hit. You know, December it was terrible. We talked about this on the, we talked about the repo market constantly on the show, and just how um, all through 2019 it was the wheels were coming off. It was it was ripping apart at the seams the economy, and uh, you know all of these zombie companies just borrowing money at low at low cost, buying back their own stock, you know, getting bonuses. But meanwhile, the the companies weren't doing anything. There was no real real productiveness there. Um, so it was kind of hollow in that sense. And then you run into all these debts and ultimately all you had to do was say, where are interest rates? Because if interest rates are at one or 2%, that's not a healthy economy. Oh, and by the way, did they ever, did the Fed ever pay off its balance sheet? No. No. Right. Where are the debts? Are they coming down? I mean, Keynesian economics would always say, well, if things are great, that's when you pay things down. Mm -hmm. And when things are bad, that's when you want to spend right and dig ditches and try to get the economy back on its on its feet well that never happened the money printing just kept going in one direction meanwhile gold and silver were sort of meandering and consolidating and then boom they they jumped up yeah so i don't see where this could possibly end for for the 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 incredible money printing that's going on debt debt building mm -hmm. maybe that is the excuse for this this reset you know, I hear I hear people talking about it. Trudeau talked about it. Prince Charles talked about it. Um, you know, and and they make it sound they're like we need to reimagine the economy. Mm -hmm. We need a reset. And I I listen to them talk, and I and I think, did we just win a war, <laughs> or or like did a war just end? <laughs> I I'm not I'm not quite following why all of a sudden we need a reset. I mean, <clears throat> where was the reset? Two years ago, when it was clearly the the economy was clearly not working, mm -hmm. you know, why do you need it now? And what? Why all of a sudden are you know the the debt jubilee on personal uh, on people's personal debts, but somehow it's also taking away people's freedoms at the same time? Like, why is personal freedom inside? Like the loss of personal freedom. Mm -hmm. put inside this reset I, that this doesn't make any sense to me mm -hmm. have you been following it at all by the way yes yeah and i think there are three different type of resets and two of them happen to be global like a global financial reset which is what we ultimately don't want in terms of you know losing our freedoms and sovereignty uh, this is all, you know, we've heard the what if you want to call it conspiracy theories or whatnot, but this this talk has been going on for quite a long time to to dismiss we talk about you know um, control and um, one world currencies and digital currencies um, and this is the global the globalist uh, goal the fact that they're bringing it out now is it's it's not a surprise to me um, they're using I believe this this um, this this occasion this season that we're in and as far as this pandemic goes to really funnel this through as fast as possible and this is very very quickly how many entities we talk you just mentioned uh trudeau mentioned this uh, the world economic forum mentioned this two weeks ago uh they have amplified their talks and they're really pushing forward 
But at the same time, either way, you need gold. You need gold as an ingredient to this factor. And we saw this in 2009 when the Bank of International Settlements reclassified gold to be a tier one asset. That means gold's money. Gold can be used to back up all that debt, all that bad money printing, all of the toxic derivatives. We're talking trillions. And yes, uh, this and this is why the crypto markets start to come alive because both are going to be moving in tandem. Is it going to be on the global sale or more of a sovereignty, a national-based? Uh, we Our clients discuss this all the time. Feel free to give us a call and we'll discuss Nasera Jacera. This is, this is uh, sweeping the world. And it can either go one of two ways. Okay. Uh, and I believe that it's going to be going towards a national, uh, a more sovereign, uh, protected uh, monetary system. That's what I'm hoping for. Um, but we have to see how things play out, especially with the drama of this election. The number one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. You're listening to The Real Money Show with Jeremy Wiseman and Jerry Karaya. That's Jeremy and Jerry. Yes, right. Feel free to intermingle. It's all fine. Um, we're used to it. Um, but I think either way, you're right. I think gold comes into play no matter what. If if nothing, if we just stay on the course we're on and nothing changes, you can see that there's a de facto gold standard, mm -hmm. right? You can look at you can look at the price performance of gold in in a variety of currencies, and you see that the overwhelming trend is that gold continues to rise in price in all these currencies as those currencies continue to lose value. Um, whether or not whatever reset happens, whether they try to put gold in there to create confidence, which is what's needed, right? Um, because I think confidence is at an all-time low. Mm -hmm. If you think about, you know, people people ask all the time about confiscation, right? Will it will it be confiscated? And you 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 look back at the 30s. You say, listen, people believed in their government. Mm -hmm. The dollar was as good as gold. The, people didn't have debt. They didn't have credit cards. Mm -hmm. um, they understood what was happening, and and they were they were happy to get the cash for the gold. Now, the government. Revalue, revalued the gold, which was underhanded. Um, definitely give them that. But these days, people don't trust the government that much. They're, it's at an all-time low. So people, people aren't willing to, to, to just hand over assets like that. It, it's not going to work. But what you do see, and this is sort of like a working theory I have, okay. um, is why are all these institutions all of a sudden acquiring gold and silver? Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. Your advisor still won't tell you to get involved, but these bullion banks are getting involved. These banks are getting involved. The governments are somehow getting involved. Right. There's this massive holding at J.P. Morgan, and no one knows who its client is. Mm -hmm. Right. It's good for them. But not so, for you. so who's who is the client? Is it J.P. Morgan? We're talking about silver. Is it J.P. Morgan holding all this silver? Is it China holding all this silver? Is it the U.S. holding all this silver? And what is this? What is the purpose? Of, of these massive holdings. Well, we know, we know. If you had a printing press in, in your backyard, you'd use it and you'd go out and you'd buy as many assets as possible because you know that it's fake. 100%. And that's what the central bankers understand more than anybody, that the money that's being created is false and it has an end game to it. And so let's acquire the physical assets because at the end of the day, he who owns the gold makes the rules. And so I think that there's this overall trend, whether it's central banks, governments, et cetera, or the individual, I need to have assets, mm -hmm. right? Because this is all a money illusion, mm -hmm. right? I need real money. I need the actual asset, right? And can the government seize it? Well, what if they're already acquiring it now? 
That's my theory. Mm -hmm. What if the governments are already acquiring it now, mm -hmm. right, through the banks, through the commercial banks, through the bullion banks? Maybe they're already acquiring it. Plus, uh -huh. they could always just nationalize a mine. That would be the easiest thing Very to do. Easy, yeah. um, what do you think? What do you think of the theory? I think that <laughs> makes a lot of sense, Jeremy. That's, uh, I think I will apply that to my own theories. I'll definitely adopt that one. I, I like that. Um, I, I look back and I do address that concern of confiscation of gold. And I don't believe that Canada would do that simply because we see in the past and not too far that we have nationalized and we actually sold land uh, to foreign entities for mining purposes. We are a resource-rich country. And it's much easier to, to do that instead of going door-to-door, door-knocking for uh, Canadian's gold. And you and I both know, I mean, there is a very small fraction of Canadians who actually own gold. So it would be, be a very futile move on the Canadian government's yeah, in, part. In the States, it's like half of 1% of people are in, of the, the nation is invested in physical metal. Um, as well, I think that question always comes up because most people have never owned assets as invest quote unquote as investments we don't see gold and silver as investments you're buying an asset but they mostly have looked at as, as um, investments as things that they didn't actually hold in their hand so the minute they they conceptualize this idea of holding it in their hand they go well what if it's taken from me okay well wait a minute all of your investments you can't touch and could be taken away from you in a snap of a finger. This has to be pulled from your hand. Mm -hmm. And right. now you're asking the question. So it's a very important question to be asking. There's so much more to talk about. Let's talk about if where gold and silver could go through the month of December, let alone 2021. The number one eight seven seven eight silver the website guildhallwealth.com. Get some physical precious metals in your portfolio. Contact us. We'll show you how to do that, whether it's a direct purchase or to even put it in a registered account. The website, guildhallwealth.com, the number one eight seven seven eight silver You're listening to The Real Money Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. We'll be right back. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show. You know the website, guildhallwealth.com, and you know the number, one eight seven seven eight silver We're talking all things physical, gold, silver, We'll be talking about some natural fancy colored diamonds. Jerry, we're, we're, we've been having such a good conversation. Time is starting to run short. So uh, let's just quickly revisit the fundamentals. We covered supply and demand. We know that there's very little supply. It's very tough to get control, to get a hold of. We know demand is very strong. And you can even look at the COMEX and see how much physical delivery is being taken from that, from that uh, entity over the course of this year. It's equaled actually the last five years. So that just shows you. We talked about the institutions acquiring the physical as well. Uh, we talked a little bit about the currencies and obviously they're all devaluing. All you have to do is look at the US debt as one example of that. Um, one of the other aspects of fundamentals very quickly that we should talk about is this kind of geopolitical side of things, right? So I think, I think part of what's playing into the precious metals of course is the election um, issues that are happening as well as COVID. COVID really is an international issue. It's a social political issue. You're seeing lockdowns. Um, do you see any parallel here or any connection between this um, lack of personal freedoms that are being imposed here 
and and potentially what's happening in the gold market. Well, yeah, my thought, and just going back to your your point of it, of this being a geopolitical and a social political issue internationally. Yes, this is a point where people are really worried about the loss of control and loss of personal freedoms. I can't I can't tell you how many um, clients and and people who have visited us this past couple of weeks who have stressed, um, you know, the the fact that they've left some regimes around the world that were communist. And they've moved to Canada for freedom. They've moved to the U.S. for freedom, and they're seeing the encroachment of loss of of, of their freedoms, their the lack of movement, uh, the control on their money. And this is the reason why precious metals are so so important. It at least brings you back, it gives you back, and enables you to get get some freedom back into your life. You have that independence from all of the global madness, the money madness that is happening. Gold is separate from that. Plus, it is a concentrated way of holding a lot of wealth in something very small, similar to a natural fancy color diamond. So yes, geopolitical, that fundamental, is really reigning right now. Very subtly, we have this election that has to play out. Nothing really happens in the gold market during an election cycle, just to remind our listeners. So yeah, these type of pullbacks, you want to take advantage of the pullbacks and, and acquire a, a part of your you know get part of your freedom back um we want the new we want to go, to go back to normal um as far as freedoms go and being able to socialize but nothing was ever normal with with the financial sector right and i think i think as well this idea of it's a slippery slope right of 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 um putting taking away people's freedoms right some people are like yeah i'm willing to do it and other people are like what mm-hmm. um but it is a slippery slope, and I think that that's where, as well, maybe some of the election stuff is coming in, where what does the future look like after this? Because if it was so easy to take away people's personal freedoms on something like this, what what other freedoms could happen? And, and you know, when you see a movement towards socialism and just, well, let's just print money and let's just give money and all of these things, and you can see other countries around the world where that didn't work um, over and over and over again, and you know, people say, well, what, how does gold help you in that sense? You say, well, because if you had gold in Venezuela, you don't live in Venezuela anymore, right? Because you you converted your wealth into from bolivars into into gold. That's what I love about gold. It, that's you know your quote earlier of you know he who has the gold makes the rules. I wish it was my quote, but yes. But yeah, you quoted that quote <laughs> from from history. But that proverb simply means you you're not making the rule like a dictator. If you're ever cornered, you have options. You can convert that gold. That's your fundamental asset that can be converted almost into anything, whether it be land, whether it be another currency that comes to play, or a crypto. You can do anything. So let's talk about uh, forecasts. Um, if you want to get some physical metal in your portfolio, just have to call us one eight seven seven eight silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. So here we are, price smash, Jerry. These price smashes usually don't last very long. I mean, you can just look back in March at the last big one, and uh, the fact that we're seeing another one here, I feel, is a little bit desperate in a way. Um, you think? You think any chance? I'm going to have you put uh, your crystal ball on the table here and read some tea leaves. Any chance silver gets back to $30 before the end of the year? Oh, for sure. I really? Think, I, yeah. Um, simply because we have to wait for this election cycle to, to end. Um, the trajectory was already high uh, for precious metals. This 50% pullback in gold is huge. 
but it, it needed to happen in order for gold to go and thrust through the 20, 2050 level. So this 50% retracement is huge, not only in gold, but it will be very good for silver because whatever sil whatever gold does, silver does, but better. So um, I would like to say that I would see silver backed over 30 by the end of the year, but anything could happen. But regardless, I'm, I'm certain this is very short term. That's a month away. But to medium to longer term, we'll be looking back to this point and we'll be so pleased and excited of, you know, just the fact that we got involved today. If we can look back, we'll be much, much higher in the future. The number 18778silver and the website guildhallwealth.com. You can actually own physical precious metal in a registered account. That means that the product is held in an independent, IROC approved, fully insured, underwritten by Lloyds of London vault warehouse um, in Toronto. It's fully allocated, fully segregated product, so your product is held separate from all other holdings. You get an inventory report with your serial numbers, and you get the understanding that you directly own your product within your registered account, RSP, TFSA, uh, Lyft, RIF, etc. And that means there's no counterparty risk. It's your gold, nobody else's. And you can do that with Guildhall. All you have to do is give us a call. Uh, we've got a lot more left on the show. The time is going by very quickly. So please stay tuned with us. You're listening to The Real Money Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show. My name is Jeremy Wiseman. I'm joined today with Jerry Karaya. We are Guildhall Wealth. You can find us at guildhallwealth.com. You can listen to this podcast or this radio show. You can listen to it again on podcast through iTunes. You can also listen on YouTube. And uh, if you want to learn more about how to hold physical metal in an RSP, you can also see a video that we have on YouTube about, uh, you know, it's about three minute video that shows you how it all works. Um, we're also going to be joined this segment by Paul Wiseman and uh, Jerry. So our listeners can go to YouTube, see the video, see how it works. But um, we also have a lot of people interested in, in seeing us show them how it works. Um, so we have a, a Zoom presentation in the works, right? Well, yeah. We, I mean, about the Q&A. So during this past week, I had a lot of people ask me about, you know, we, were so, we, we loved your seminars. We loved the fact that you guys had quarterly seminars. And we understand with the restrictions, we can't do that. But... Uh, thankfully, we're putting together a presentation via Zoom. Uh, we're putting to that that together really rapidly, just in time for the uh, the holidays and coming into the new year. So education means a lot to us, which is why we've been doing the show for over ten years, and we understand that people want to see uh, that we are brick and mortar, that we're actually people that you can speak with. So stay tuned. We have a Zoom presentation coming up. There'll be several Zoom presentations right to the end of February when Fantastic. for people that want to invest in RSPs and TFSAs. My favorite still is the TFSA. Um, you know, it's a tax-free saving account. If you're going to, you know, put some m money into precious metals, you know, 10, 15, 20 percent, uh, you can be comfortable with putting that amount in your whole portfolio. Um, also, you know, if you want to use margin account, uh, we can work with you to put 
your TFSA funds and margin that to buy even more metal if you want to. Um, the other exciting thing that we've got coming out is a little bit of a, a flyer going out uh, this week, next week for you know the season's holiday for gifts. Um, precious metals is the gift that keeps on giving. Um, instead of buying gifts that you know people kind of re is it regift is the word yeah regift or uh, you know if you were to buy you know ten ounce bar of silver. Um, Maple silver maples, they come in tubes of 25 if you want to give the grandkids or your kids or uh, school teachers, you know, postmen, whatever you want to give a gift to, uh, what a nice gift to give. And to buy some gold, I mean, to give whether it's an ounce of gold or a gold maple, half ounce maple, quarter ounce gold maple, um, not inexpensive. And we even do five gram and 10 gram gold. So there's a lot of variation, all, all nicely packaged, ready to go for you. But again, this is a great time to get into gold and silver. You really do need to have some hard assets, 10, 15, as much as 20% in your portfolio. And it's the same as having real estate. It's the same as having you know art, same as having, if you're a collector of stamps or baseball cards or, or even coins, you need to have that weighted bar uh, bar so that you can you know come out of this whatever way it is i mean the stock market won't go up forever gold is at a terrific price right now to buy paul speaking of real estate and real estate in your pocket uh, let's spend a couple minutes on the natural fancy color diamond market obviously for those who don't know yet the argyle mine has officially closed uh, i think you know they might be on their very last Tender. It's closed. No, I know, but they might be on their very last tender. Who knows? Maybe they'll they'll have another tender last year. But either way, the tenders are also also done. Um, what, what's the projection um, for Pink Diamonds for the next ten years plus? I mean, there's at this point, there's now no supply of Pink Diamonds. Is it a market that people are still interested in? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we're getting lots of calls. Uh, the problem is there's not a lot of product around. Whoever had product, uh, wholesalers and dealers, basically they knew the mine was closing and anybody that had anything of any quality pushed it to the back of the safe. You know, why would you sell something uh, today when you can get 35% increase a month, a year rather, uh, probably for the next five years? Um, most of the really good quality Argyle diamonds over 20 years have gone up 500%. I think over the next 10 years, they will go up 500% or maybe even more. It, it would probably, I'm, I'm making an assumption here, but I'm thinking it's probably going to be a year before we really see the effects of the closing of the mine. I mean, we can we know where this is headed. The diamonds are, the, there's no more diamonds. Yeah, but uh, people there's are no more pinks. Yeah, but people are terrified to go out of their house. They're terrified to go to a showroom. Even the dealers, they don't want people coming to their showrooms this, you know, with the COVID as it is right now. Uh, we hope by the middle of next year that with the vaccines working, it's going to, you know, it's going to be like a zoo. And the, what's going to happen is the pinks are going to definitely dry up. The investors, look, look, if you look at the stock market and you look at stocks like Amazon, Apple, Microsoft, you know, all the stocks that have just gone through the room during, roof during this COVID, there is so much money just splashing, sploshing around that... They're going to be putting their money. They're looking to take it out of the stock market. We see it in, you know, people take it out of the stock market. They put it into Bitcoin, as an example. Bitcoin, 
you know, has gone up like crazy. So speaking of that, Jerry, let's bring you in, our, our sort of pseudo-crypto expert, if you will, because you help our clients with crypto payments um, and such. Is there room for crypto and gold in a portfolio? Yeah, of course. Um, we just believe here in, in diversification, and we have to understand that we're not here to, you know, get on people's backs for getting into crypto and oh, you should be getting into gold. No, this is uh, in tandem because we understand the fundamental of getting out of paper currencies. The the problem is currencies, so we understand. But the but our argument is to undigitize your wealth. Everything is so digital. We have how many passwords for for our Google account and X etc. This is the way to park uh, your wealth in an, a digitized fashion for the long haul. So uh, for crypto, yeah, it's going through the roof. But we have to remember that for crypto investors, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Litecoin, Stellar, Ripple, you name it, you don't necessarily want to go back into fiat. So we offer a solution for investors to sell their crypto for gold and silver or natural fancy color diamonds. We've had investors that have done this successfully. And, they've, and they love the option of not going back to fiat Canadian dollar, but get into a hard asset. Paul, we have uh, less than a minute left. 30 seconds. Your opinion on what this smash means uh, that we saw this week in the market? Well, it was simple. Two, two reasons why the market came off. The first is the vaccines that are going to be produced. Three drug companies have come up with a solution that made the stock market move up. Gold and silver came off. December in the COMEX uh, is a delivery month. That means that people that have bought contracts, whether it's a 5,000-ounce silver contract or a 50-ounce gold contract, want to take delivery of that product. They've put down a small deposit. By knocking down the price of silver, they've actually lost their deposit. And same with, with gold, which means they won't take delivery. The lower they push it down, they don't. the COMEX won't have to deliver. They can turn around and offer them cash if they want to. So those are the two main reasons that the market has come down. I think this is an unbelievable buying opportunity. When you see these dips, you have to load up the boat, literally load it up, because these markets are going to take off. And in January, when if Biden gets elected, or he's elected but inaugurated, then you're going to see the markets actually take off, and especially when he's announcing what his cabinet's going to be and he's, who he's going to have um, – these are all people that were in the same uh, camp as um, Obama. So you're going to see gold and silver take off. And full disclosure, I did acquire some physical silver today for myself um, as well. Hey, look, we got our Black Friday uh, discount in the metals. Hope as many people can take advantage of it as possible. The number one eight seven seven eight silver the website guildhallwealth.com. Gentlemen, thanks for joining us today on The Real Money Show, and we look forward to uh, joining our listeners again next week. Again, it's The Real Money Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.